Hi and welcome to Talking Trading. I'm financial journalist Caroline Stephen. Jim Rohn said you don't become a millionaire for the money. You become a millionaire for the person you become along the way. In today's episode, we look at how trading transforms not only your fiscal bottom line, but your personal development as well. First up, we hear from Louise Bedford in Mindpower on her definition of financial freedom. And then we hear from the 2014 mentoree Jenny White on her trading journey. To paraphrase Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn said, You don't become a millionaire for money. You become a millionaire because of the person you become along the way. I guarantee you, if you are only trading for money, you're not going to have the energy to see this thing out. You'll be distracted by the very next bright, shiny light, and you'll forget that trading was supposed to be your way out. My entire definition for financial freedom has changed over time. I thought I'd get to the point where I'd feel completely safe with the amount of money that I'd have, and I'd just stop and I'd revel in the rewards of that. But when you get to the point when you have enough... Your enough changes, and then you get bored and things can seem a bit empty. My definition now for financial freedom is that if you took everything away from me, I'd know how to recreate it from scratch, and I'd do it faster and bigger and better the second time around. Having the knowledge, the confidence, the skills, knowing that you can get rid of all of your possessions and start over and build it up more quickly than the first time, that is true freedom. Trading does that for you. You carry the knowledge around in your brain and if everything fell down around your ears financially, you would know in your heart that you can go straight back up to the top. Once you've got that knowledge, no one can take that knowledge away from you. And the serenity that this brings to your life, the confidence that this gives you, it's sublime. Start with something small that you can believe in. Put on your first trade. Ask somebody for some help. Find somebody who you want to be a mentor and then you'll refuse to give up and pretty soon you'll realise that you're safe. You'll know that you can do this. You'll seek out the people to help you and I want you to experience it. I want you to see what it tastes like to have that level of financial serenity. And if you decide that trading is not for you, do you really have the confidence that you'll find another alternative that will provide this same level of security? Not just now, but in the future as well, when perhaps you're incapacitated and you won't be able to work and rely on your body. For me, the solution was trading, and I hope it is for you too. Well, hello, I am Peter O'Brant, and I just want to say that I listen to Talking Trading. I enjoy it, and I expect that you do too. Jenny White is a graduate of the 2014 Mentor Program. After the tsunami in Japan in 2013 almost caused a tsunami in Jenny's trading account, she enrolled in the Mentor Program and she's never looked back. Jenny and I discussed her trading journey and how she's grown both financially and personally in the program. Jenny White, hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Hi, Caroline. Jen, you are on the forum a lot. You've also got a reputation as a good trader. You are in profit with your shares. Why did you decide to do the mentor program? 
oh, well, Caroline, I thought about it for about 10 years. And basically for quite a long time, I just didn't have the money to risk, like to trade. So I thought, oh, there's no use doing that because I just don't have the money there to, to use. For a little while, I, I managed to make my trading float grow in hydroponic tomatoes of all things. I am a nurse by trade, but um, I managed to lease a farm and learn to grow hydroponic tomatoes from a neighbour and managed to get my trading float and the money to do the course by doing that. Yeah, wow. So it was a fair effort to get myself up and running. It was a lot of hard work and hot weather and, you know, sweating away in hot houses, but I did manage to get there, thankfully. So I, I had Louise's and Chris's books during that time and I, I was reading them on and off and I, I did dabble a little bit just with very small amounts in shares. And when I finished growing the tomatoes, I had a little go at setting up via Louise's methods suggested in Charting Secrets. And I really quickly got up a, a, in profit about, I just opened profit, but about 30%. And I thought, oh, this is pretty good. I, I'm all right at this. This is great. And then the tsunami hit Japan. <laughs> and I gave back the whole 30%. Get out of it. I did get out when I was square again. I just said, no, this is ridiculous. Stop. Get out. Take, keep, your, keep your capital. So I did get out and I just thought, you know what? I think it's time now to do the course. <laughs> I'm going to go and do Louise's course and learn how to do this properly. In your time during the course, what's been the most beneficial thing of the whole program? For me, it's definitely the long-term investment strategy that I've developed through the mentor program. So um, looking at my archetypical share picture. Doesn't uh, it get emblazoned in your memory? Oh, it does. It does. It's just fantastic. And it just made things so clear for me what I was looking for. And I really understood how the macro worked because... You need to get that padding behind your positions, you know. So you only want to take them in a rising market, get the padding behind them and then hopefully be able to cope with tougher times when they come and still stay in the positions. So I feel like it's just really set me up well for my long-term investment strategies. So And I've had really good success with it already, you know. We only had a short period of time where the market ran um, during 2014, sort of late 2014, maybe into early 15, I can't remember yeah. only just. And, you know, I mani I've managed to get myself half a dozen positions that during that time that have just kept on going. So, yeah, for me it's been really a really good thing. I know I wouldn't have had those positions without that strategy because I would have closed out of them much earlier. So to have those positions still going now and, you know, I think they're at about 80% uh, open profit or an over 30% profit to stocks. I just don't think I would have achieved that. In fact, I'm sure I wouldn't have achieved that without the strategy. <laughs> what was a really challenging thing about the mentor program? Yeah, there's a couple of ways it challenged me. It really encouraged me to step up and be far more responsible for my financial future. I already had high levels of responsibility, like personal responsibility towards people and and my children and family and obviously that all that sort of thing. But I just hadn't really tackled that financial issue and really taken on, hey, you know, it, it sort of made me realise what was possible, you know, that, that I didn't have to just sit there and be at the whim of what came my way or, you know, I could really grab life by the nuts, so to speak, you know, and, and make it for myself rather than just let it happen. So I was really encouraged and inspired 
by the people on the forum and Chris and Louise. And also, I suppose, it, it introduced me to a lot of markets that it would never have even occurred to me to trade. Like, I, I was not looking to do, to trade FX or futures or I really just was toodling away in my little world, you know. I, I sort mm. of, it just opened the world for me, I suppose. I think I've said on the forum, my dad trades. So, dad was always along that way. But I suppose I just hadn't really taken that step of saying, you know what, I can do this. Really, you know, so it's been terrific for that. Did you get thrown any curveballs? Oh, it's funny you should ask that, actually, Carolyn. I did get thrown quite a curveball um, towards the end of 2014. Well, it was about August, I think, just as the program was sort of getting towards the end. My grandfather actually passed away. It's really sad, but on the flip side, and I mean, this is a good problem to have, but it was also a problem that took me by surprise. He left me some money. And it essentially doubled my trading float. Freaked me out. I just couldn't get over how much of a spin it threw me into. I, I really didn't know what to do with it. And whereas I had everything planned and I felt fairly confident about what I was doing with, you know, wh what I'd planned so far through the program. And all of a sudden I just sort of went, oh. And the fear of losing the money that he'd given to me, it was far worse <laughs> And the fear of losing the money that I'd made. <laughs> so I was sort of um, quite thrown by that. And how are you going with that now? While. Well, good, I think. I, what I did, because I just really couldn't decide what to do, so I actually just stuck it all in an account and forgot about it for a little while and just kept going with what I was doing. And then just sort of let sit with it and sit with it and gradually I've integrated it into the plan. The overall plan but I didn't rush to integrate it I just thought you know what just pretend it's not there <laughs> pretend it's not there and just gradually work out how you're going to handle this <laughs> it did allow me a little bit more freedom you know Louise um, talks about trade with money that you don't need you know so it did allow me that little bit more freedom to be able to have a go at those markets you know that that I hadn't ever tried before or and I think I still would have done that anyway but perhaps not with I mean I was scared enough as it was in the whole new arena <laughs> of FX and futures but at least I, I sort of knew I had that padding behind me I think Louise and Michael talk about that Michael Yardley talk about that in an interview somewhere along the line you know to have that behind you so that you know that it's there and you're not you know struggling to survive as such or really yeah, so it was really good. I'm very lucky. I'm not complaining at all. How was the support network of the mentor program? Oh, look, it's just amazing. But I think for me that was just the, the best thing. I mean, you have to take personal responsibility as well to get the help and you have to be prepared to put yourself out there and ask questions or talk about what you're feeling or what's mm. going on for you so that you can get feedback. I mean, I've just found that um, Chris in particular um, seems to answer my questions before I've asked them. Like, I can even give you an example. My macro, loosely speaking, came on. Well, my macro did come on for the States a while back and then went off again. But when it came back on, I thought, oh, I think that means then I'm supposed to go in. I'm supposed to buy shares again because my macro level has come back on. And I sort of went digging around in the NASDAQ and found myself three stocks and but I'm going to have to put these on. I didn't want to because, and I couldn't figure out why, but I really just felt anxious 
really anxious about it. Well, two days later on the forum, on I might have been even on Chris's blog, he says, you know, don't take positions in a market that's not rising. And I went, oh, thank heavens, I don't have to put those positions on. <laughs> I'm changing my macro, right? It has to now be new highs, making new highs as well as above that moving average, you know. So I changed Still should have probably gone ahead and just done it, but it's sort of, he comes out with answers of things that I'm worried about before I, you know, it's just really helpful. I found him terrific. Any other examples? Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I've got another one with Chris, but I mean, Louise is just constantly coming out with the psychology things and stuff, and I just find that's fantastic in that it's not always relevant right at that minute to what's happening for me, but... You just absorb it and you absorb it and you keep listening and you absorb it. And before you know it, it's just become part of your mentality. And then also something will come up and you think, oh, that was in, Louise talked about that. And you can go back and track back and find the interview or whatever where she was talking about it. And you think, oh, that's right. Okay, good. So it's just amazing how she changes the way you think just by continually rolling out these different discussions. I love it. Have you developed a lot personally through doing the mentor program? Yes, yes, enormously, yeah. I mean, I've always had the, I think I've always been a fairly positive person as far as, you know, try, being prepared to try and give things a go. I mean, just even the way I've got my float up, you know, doing the tomatoes. I'm not scared of having a go at things, but um, just the backup of other people encouraging you and, and, you know, it takes a lot of fear away from what you're doing. That's the other thing with the support network. My buddies have been fantastic because, you know, you go through times where the markets aren't going so well, and particularly when I was just trying to learn how to trade foreign exchange and futures, and, and you'd think, oh, I'm really not doing very well at this. And, you know, at one stage I racked up 16 losses in a row. Mm. And I really thought that I must be doing something wrong. I really, I just thought, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> You know, honestly, I must be doing something wrong. And so then I'd go to a buddy meeting or I, and I also have um, three other buddies that I meet up with every week or two, roughly, Pearl, Michael and Neil, which are just fantastic. But then they'd say, well, no, things are just aren't good. You know, nobody's doing that well. And Chris would come up on the forum, I'm out of sync with my system, you know, <laughs> and I'd go, oh, it's not only me. <laughs> but, you know, without that, I think that I would... I would have had even more self-doubt than what I had. You know, I would have been really thinking, oh, no, I just can't do this. I need to walk away from here because I'm no good at it. Whereas when everybody else is saying, no, no, the markets are just not doing very well for what we do, not me, just keep going. (laughs) So where to now for Jenny White? Well, I'm really looking forward to a bull equity market. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really, really hanging out for that. That'll be very exciting when that happens because I've got all my plans set up. I prefer to trade in Australian shares, even though Chris sort of, well, Chris, I'm sure if we get a good enough market, he's just as happy for us to go for it in Australia too. But um, I suppose that's my my um, comfort. So, I'm, I, I mean, I haven't really had that. I had a short run, which has done well for me, but I haven't really had a real full market yet. And just, yeah, trying to make a step towards making a living out of trading rather than just, you know, I mean, so far I feel like I've got the investment stuff reasonably well sorted and well planned. But making a living, you know, that's a different beast. That's a bit more difficult. Do you enjoy Um, it? Do you enjoy trading and the whole game? 
Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I do love it. What do you love I think about it, I, I think I am fairly disciplined as a person anyway. Like, I, I'm quite happy to sit down every day and just do the same thing. You know, this is what I do in this order, blah, blah, blah. You know, sit down there and take the steps one after another. I just enjoy it. I enjoy the challenge of it. Anything else you'd like to add before we go? Oh, well, I'd really just like to say thank you, Caroline. I'd just like to thank everybody, you know, who's been involved in my trading journey so far. I'd really, really like to thank Chris and Louise. They've just changed my life, really. You know, they've inspired me to go into areas I never would have dared to go into or perhaps even wouldn't have even thought to go into, particularly in that commodities and FX trading area, you know. And here I am now just learning how to trade them effectively and safely, you know. I haven't blown up. I haven't self-destructed. I'd really like to thank my buddies as well. We've become good friends, you know, Pearl, Bob, Neil and Michael mostly. They know who they are. We've become good friends and they're my emotional support. They're just wonderful. And I'd like to thank you, Caroline, for all the food for thought that you give me through your interviews. I love all the interesting people that you interview and all the other traders. So thank you, everyone on the forum and everybody that's helped um, my journey so far. Jenny White, thank you so much for coming on to the show. It was just a delight to hear your trading journey. Thanks, Caroline. Pleasure to be here. And that's all we have for you today, guys. Stay tuned next week to hear Michael Yardney on the Australian property market. I'm Caroline Stephen, and on behalf of the team, thanks for your company. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation. Want to know the hottest sectors in the Aussie market? Now's your chance. Download my free Hot or Not special report from tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not. That website again, tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not.